looking good. Is it? That's good. Yeah. At least the little, what do they call it? Histogram? Is that what it's called? The, the thingy that shows the like the spiky diff- things where they're... Make sure that our hearts are still... <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of like an EKG. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I, apparently, GarageBand says I'm still alive, Kevin. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. It does say you have an irregular rhythm, though. <laughs> yeah. It knows me all too well. So, um, we are, um, back after like, I don't know, months. Yeah. This is, we've decided it's season two. We we never announced that there were seasons, but since we took such a long break, I suppose that's what it could be. Well, you know, it's, we didn't really break the band up, Kevin. I mean, it was just a press. It was just a, for, you know, press and, and gain gain popularity you know we wanted to get like you know get people well and i had that thing yeah Yeah, you had that thing to do yeah yeah it was that thing you had to do for four for five months right right it was that big lawsuit you know yeah right Uh and the prison time that and that was difficult for you i think it was i I believe that was probably difficult for you Mm -hmm. for your family it was it was all fake news though but it this uh this you know this line uh that you're calling me on from the Maximum security prison and it actually sounds pretty good. I'm a little surprised it's not so worse. It's one of those country club ones, Mark. Right, yeah. Yeah. Those are <laughs> it was white collar crime. Those are yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the best kind of crime. I didn't have like, you know, a tiny bit of weed in my car. <laughs> I stole millions from people. Yeah. I mean Yeah, and duh. a lot more than they realize, which right. is why you're, you know, sitting pretty when you get out. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Why you're going to get picked up in a Tesla when you get out. <laughs> Tesla. You see how I just I, rolled into I'm Tesla? Pretty, I'm pretty sure Elon's going to pick me up personally. Well, it depends. Yeah, exactly. It depends on when you bought the Tesla, though, whether it's worth the same value it was um, na- is now, because apparently it's lost a lot of its value. Yes. Because yeah. It's... Um, which, by the way, this is, um, are we recording, oh, yeah. are right? Are recording with Mark Dustin and, and Kevin Ballman? <laughs> we are rusty. Rusty, yes. Uh, welcome to season two, episode one, yep, or something like that. Here we go. And and we already kind of know that we want to talk about oh, Elon we... Musk, which is why you directed the uh, <laughs> conversation straight into that. We don't, anyone who's heard this podcast before knows that we often make fun of Jeff Bezos. And you know, I literally today was thinking to myself, he's starting to not look so bad. All he's been doing is flying under the radar, not really telling anybody anything. He flew up into space. I shouldn't say under the radar because he went to space a while ago. Right. But he took Captain Kirk with him, which was nice. And he really didn't say all that much other than he he had a billionaire friend of his, his kid ride along with him. Yeah. Um, but he really doesn't say much. No. And suddenly he he he's sort of starting to seem like the good guy in the world, while Elon Musk, loudmouth Elon Musk, is really just raising his hand as like the target of our ire. Yeah. Well, and you know, I had um, told Shelby earlier this afternoon that that we hadn't, I hadn't had any hate mail, hate email. I had no bros, you know, ha- hating on me. So I, that I told her that I thought we might talk about Elon. To yeah. see, you know, if we could get some, get Beca- some, get some. Yeah, email. because if if you ever want to be attacked for um, calling someone out for stupid things they did or said, you have to either choose Donald Trump, yep, or um, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I was going to say Joe Rogan or Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as you pick yeah. on one of those three, yeah. oh boy. Yeah, like muscles start to twitch. Like people with. You know, they don't even know. They haven't heard it yet. They, they, their spidey sense, yes. You know, sort of perks up, and they're like, "Somebody's talking bad about <laughs> about my best friend." About my best friend. <laughs> I've never met him, but I identify with him. That's right. He makes sense to me. <laughs> Everything he does makes sense to me. But the thing is, neither none of those people, nothing, those people do make sense to anybody, and that's the weird thing because. A, Elon Musk is obviously, he's obviously incredibly intelligent, so I don't understand anything he's really doing. Um, Donald Trump on the other other end of the spectrum is not incredibly intelligent, and therefore I don't understand anything he's doing. And Joe Rogan <laughs> right. just talks so much, I just get tired. And, and uh, Joe, yeah, Joe Rogan, uh, you know, we, we've talked about him 
um, plenty. He's just, I don't know. He just acts like kind of a, a big bro that just plays dumb whenever somebody calls out him. I'm not an expert, man. I just, I had an expert on here, an expert who had a, you know, political, uh, you know, reason for claiming all these things. And then I just made it out like he's just a neutral guy. But, um, Elon Musk is just, I had to, you know, I mean, he, he's going to buy Twitter or, or, you know, it's looking like he's going to. Yeah. And, uh, and now, of course, there's this whole thing where the whole right wing, you know, uh, like you know, talking heads think that liberals are losing their minds because Elon Musk is buying Twitter. So there was this whole trending, you know, liberal meltdown or something <laughs> tag. And I don't really know anybody who's super mad that I mean, I hate that you know, rich people control everything. Yeah. I like the, you know, obviously Twitter wasn't, um, like some common, you know, common, commonly owned, you know, it wasn't like a cooperative or something, yeah, yeah. but it was a publicly owned company. And so therefore you can't get bulk, you can't get bulk granola at Twitter. No, no, you can't, no. Get, uh, you can't get tofu in, um, in and, and Joe in, you know, um, in the you know back in the, the the complaints department doesn't get to add anything to the uh, you know discourse about He's the no direction profit. of the company no or anything chair. yeah no but uh, but at least people had to be responsible or responsive to the shareholders yeah. right or the board anyway yeah. mm-hmm. so if people didn't like the direction that Jack or whoever was taking the company they could get rid of him mm-hmm. potentially. Now, if he takes it private, is well, whatever Elon says goes. He's just going to become his own little dictator, which is right. really where he's headed. He's he's gone from being what seemed to be a pretty forward-thinking guy and et cetera to being the guy who just found an, his way into dictatorship. He just figured out a way to start controlling the media and controlling what is said and not letting anyone else sort of like get in his way. He he he's. He's about to accomplish what Donald Trump would like to have, what Putin has, and what many, many other, what Stalin did and Hitler did and all these other people. I'm not saying comparing him to those people, but I'm saying he's about to accomplish the control of the media, you know? Right. The, the great takeover that, well, Trump tried to start his own, Truth Social. And there was a bunch of other ones, too, Gab. that, I, yeah, Gab, and I can't, there's a whole list of them. You know, everybody was, if you were mad and you were conservative, you were leaving Twitter for... X, I want, I Y, Z. Here and yeah. say things. I'm going to go over here and say things because what I say is important. And people don't. Yeah, it's funny how much, you know, I think it was Lauren Boebert saying how she couldn't say what she wanted on Twitter and hopefully Elon Musk would save it, except she was saying it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like, what? I don't know what you're. I, I keep hearing about all of these unfair things. Oh my gosh, it's so unfair. It's like they let Donald Trump stay on Twitter, even when he violated the terms wow. of the agreement for the entire time of his presidency and before. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what was unfair, but I don't know what was unfair either. Yeah. And I also don't think that like when are people going to realize? And okay, we're we're saying this while we're doing a podcast, but. I think we'll both agree that neither neither of us think anything that we say is all that important. If you choose right. to listen to it and you want to put importance onto it, that's fine. But like, um, what we say is we're not we don't have big voices and we're not the smartest people in the whole wide world. But like, um, I I mean, why do like I don't I even I know that I shouldn't be allowed to say everything. Oh yeah. You know, I, I mean, to anyone at any time. No, we we know already that there's a whole bunch of things you can't say that are not even protected under the First Amendment. And on top of that, nothing is protected by the First Amendment that isn't government related, federal government related. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like if I, you know, put up a big banner that says something terrible and on a, on a billboard and the billboard company goes, yeah, no, you can't do that. Uh, they're not violating my right to free speech mm-hmm. because it's their billboard. Yeah. They are not the government. Now, yeah. if the government said Donald Trump is never able to 
put, you know, a, an ad up on billboards, that would potentially violating free yeah. speech yeah, because, yeah. or the First Amendment, I should say, because Twitter is not the government. And no. then people say, well, we should regulate them like a utility. Okay, fine. Let's do that. But that should apply then to... Isn't that weird, though, that you start a business? And I, Okay, and I'm not saying it's not right, and I'm not saying... But I do have this strange sort of like... There is this strange world where you start a business. You just you start typing code away in your, you know, in your garage. And next thing you know, you've created something that has to be tightly regulated by the government because literally just because it allows people to say stuff. Right. That's sucks. Like that's, (laughs) that sucks. It sucks. What sucks is not that the person typed away and came up with something. It's the fact that that's what people want to use their forum for. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Twitter is like, um, somebody just went around the country around the world, gave everybody a ski mask you know, the ones with the little, like, like a robber ski mm-hmm. mask, that kind, and a megaphone. Yeah. And then said, go to town. Yeah. And people just ran around screaming in other people's faces, F you. And then when the people punched them, they were like, that is not fair. You are violating my right to free speech. Yeah. Right. Just because I screamed in your face that you're a pedophile, right? And, you know, <laughs> I should be able to, I should be able to stand in a, a, a coffee shop and yell obscenities or, or, or a subway train and yell obscenities all I like to and say whatever I want to about any of you and you have no recourse because I'm exercising my, my free speech. Right. And, and I can do it just off the cuff while I've, after I've had a couple of drinks and I'm a little bit tired and say something completely absurd. And then, and, and everyone has to just eat it. Like, yeah. It's like, it's the whole, that it's back to that toxic um, individualism thing of like, everyone has to eat whatever I feed them. Yeah. And the problem with that is that there are people out there and there are a lot of them, unfortunately, there are people out there who have no, who have no, whose only real true interest in all of this is to get you to eat it. That's yes. all they really care about. They don't care what they're making no. you eat. They just want to make you eat it and right. suck it up. Like, yeah. I mean, th- this is really about, I mean, all of this when, when, when it comes down to it is about power. Mm-hmm. And control, which is kind of the same thing, right? Power is the ability to control, really. And money. Right. And money comes after those other things, I think, for many people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get you get the power, you can have the money. You get the power, you get the money. Right. It it, it's really funny because, you know, I looked up uh, about uh, dumb things that Elon Musk had said. And, you know, I one of the ones that's pretty funny is back in March... 2020, mm-hmm. he said, COVID cases were going to be uh, close to zero new cases by the end of April of 2020. Like what math was he doing on this? Like what was? I mean, there was this but this of- is the thing. Like, so I saw this that TED talk where they interviewed Elon Musk. This was at the recent TED conference or something, some big. And I I made the mistake. People were saying, "What a great interview it was." Well, I didn't. I don't know who these people are that were saying these things. Apparently they're Elon Musk bro guys that hate me right now. If they're listening, they're not. But anyway, um, they asked him questions and he just comes off as so confident and just, um, you know, I mean, climate change is just um, like, I mean, regular people, they just, you don't need to worry about it. We're going to fix it. And I thought, well, like when? I mean, you needed to fix it like yeah. three decades we ago. Have, we have a problem. Now. Yeah, we have a problem right this instant. Is it is it after you launch your next, you know, Tesla? Is it after you put people on Mars? I mean, because yeah, I just noticed he's a little too busy to fix it. Right. I mean, he's got five companies. Now, well, he's got important things like buying Twitter. He's got to buy Twitter, and and he's going to have to manage both Twitter and Tesla because Tesla just dropped one hundred and twenty five billion dollars in value because he bought Twitter. So where's he going to find the time? Where's he going to find the time to fix climate change? Who's the we in all of this? Well, the we is not he. It's not him. No. Well, I mean, he didn't invent it's the not, electric car either. the normal people. You right. Know, we is the people that are trying desperately to fix it. And when they when, and when their company becomes revolutionary, I'll swoop in, pick it up and act like it was me. Yeah. And I don't want to deny 
that he grew the company. And he he seems to be willing to just lay it all on the line, all the money, all which some of it was his money at the beginning. Um, of course, he got a whole bunch of loans and subsidies from the federal government that he likes to bash in, you know, constantly. But uh, I, I found it really interesting that, that at least the guy doing the interview did ask him, you know, what about the self-driving cars? You were the last time I talked to you, you were confident it was right around the corner. Like you were there. And so then he proceeds to say how when he says these things, they're not 100% because, you know, he can't tell the future and he uh, can't see the problems that he can't see. So in other words, just like everybody who thinks that um, AI is going to become, you know, uh, this amazing thing that's going to take over and do everything for us because it's so amazing. It's still dumb yeah. and still can't replace human beings right. in most complex situations. So I thought that was kind of interesting that he thought, Oh geez. <laughs> that's how long it's been. Hmm. Maybe we should check and see how it sounds, Mark. It just changed. I'll keep it the way it was. I think. Yeah. I think you have it. Do you have it the right way? I don't know which way. You're talking to your microphone. That's not, that's been so long. Oh boy. Let's see. That's hysterical. I've been interrupting you. Well, we keep where it is so it doesn't mess up with the, the thing. It was working fine. Let's keep going. I do notice that your thing looks really small now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know they can't see us, Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, Mark. Mark is Mark is naked. <laughs> That's, I'll leave it for because it isn't. Yeah, okay, I can boost it up. Boost it up, yeah. Um, yeah, we're talking about the the volume Mic- microphones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, is so confident that we'll be able to just solve climate change, but. He's not confident that he can do self-driving cars, except then he said that he was confident this time that self-driving cars were right around the corner. But then again, it's the same thing. You know, well, what's that? So it's that it's that it's the bailout like, oh, well, what about in in 10 years when all the glaciers are melted or 20 or whatever and everything's gone to hell because climate change is really, really in full swing. And you go, well, ah, like, what about when you told me climate you said on the TED talk? Well, I can't see the future right and i can't know what i but don't know you shouldn't worry about it because i'll fix it as long as you don't worry about right. it right yeah. yeah but i am worried about it because i don't trust you fyi you also say really really nonsensical things a lot of the time you badger people you you're i mean there's there are people out there who call you a troll and you've even been called a troll to your face like that's not that doesn't instill confidence in me Good, you go make millions of dollars and billions of dollars for yourself and others. Well, that doesn't mean I trust you with like the planet. It just means that I mean, if I would, if if I was, if I had to give my money to like you know a hundred bucks to somebody, I'd probably consider giving it to you to grow. But I wouldn't. But I don't. I don't. I don't trust you with you know climate change. Again, no. you're not even addressing climate change it's not like you're like you have a climate change company and you're saying like oh well trust us you're getting on a private jet to fly all over the place and that's hurting the climate more right. than than most people and you think you're entitled to do that and because you make people lots and lots of money but the the thing that that, that grabs me about people like elon musk other than the battery of the tesla which is probably good for one might be good one day for the environment in some way I don't know what he's, what's he doing that really matters to me? The boring company, you can bore underground. Great, good for you. That's good for you. It is, it's kind of funny. This is going to be the way to avoid traffic and congestion. Of course, it seems to me that there's a lot more space available above ground than yeah. below it. Yeah. You, I, mean, I mean, you have to bore through rock before you can build the thing you're going to build underground. Whereas above ground, you just, you don't have to remove ground. Well, and also like, how do you, there's a lot of stuff in the way too, right? I mean, there are pipes and there's oh, sure. like, I mean, I have to get, you know, you dig to come out and check my yard just before I put a spade in the ground, right? I mean, this, this is like, how, how are you going to bore underneath San Francisco? I, I know they've talked about it. They tried, they did it with Seattle. It cost a 
fortune to try to do to do anything like that. And I think that was his whole thing was like how much cheaper he could do it then. But it, it's funny because when you talk to people, you know, like other countries do this all the time. Um, like Sweden or Switzerland. I think it was, was it Switzerland that did the longest, you know, through mountain tunnel oh, I mean, I think and like a super really short it. period yeah. of time yeah. for a lot less than we do them here. But it wasn't that Elon is a genius. Like these things already are being done. Yeah. It's that he is kind of thinks he is and is because he's come up with this proposal to do this. And then he's going to build this, high-speed transit system underground, which, of course, what it is so far is Tesla's driving through tunnels at 25 miles per hour. Awesome. So It's like the, it's like the Wedway People Mover or something like that from, yes. Disney in the, uh, from Disneyland in the 80s. Or I mean, something. they have these things underground called subways. They do have yeah. them. I've heard of these things. Yeah. And there are cars in them, a different type of car, but there's right. a car. And, yeah. and they are pretty efficient. And a pretty good way to get around, but we never want to build them. Right. So he, so he, so he acquired and then grew PayPal, or was a part of it. Um, then he got Tesla. I'm sure I'm missing a few things, but let's just Solar go. City. Let's I don't know how that's really going, but doing. it's there. They were like the solar. SpaceX. I don't care that we're going to space. I mean, I think it's great. Don't get me wrong. I had people who are really weren't you so excited when billionaires got to go into space so and cool, see the curvature it? of the planet. Yeah, it was really and of course cool. it was like low, I don't even know what they yeah. call it, but it was like the higher yeah. end of the stratosphere or yeah. something. It yeah. was, they weren't truly in space. No, no, they were just sort of like, and I'm sure it was really, really cool. Yeah. Well, I just course. saw it on TV and I still, and I like, and I can probably go see Elon's car floating in space um, on TV. Yeah. Uh, it's just my, it's just TV to me. Um, so it doesn't mean anything to me. None of this really means anything to me. I don't want a Tesla. I really, really don't. My kids have asked me like, if you had all the money, would you get a Tesla? Uh, No, I would not get a Tesla. Like, I don't want one. I don't understand why anyone does. It's just, it's, it's like a craze, you know? It's a, I mean, a new dance. I, I think electric cars are going to be great, but I think this is kind of, you know, like a rich person's toy. It's just yeah. another thing that you can have. Um, and, it, you know, if you have your Tesla, but then you also have your big four by four and you have your right. boat yeah. and you fly around the world. I mean, yeah. How big is the house that you live in? Yeah. Cause you have enough money to have a Tesla. You're probably using more energy right. than the average person in your ginormous house and not everybody of course i'll tell you what i do uh, mark that costs very little um to get around that uses almost no energy i ride my bike and walk weird well, yeah no yes but are your shoes tesla shoes oh uh well i didn't tesla mention that did bicycle? i did elon musk I, well you know what i did i had i have a pair of vans and i took a sharpie and i wrote Tesla on them <laughs> with a T right a little T on the front there yeah that's a great idea you should actually we should that'd be really we funny. should do Kissing that Chuck Taylor's just right Tesla, Tesla. <laughs> be like it's the band Tesla yeah. yeah these are not fuel right these are not fuel uh powered and then we could we could draw little solar panels the, or something or, Tesla, or no. a, a little strap a glue a little one of those little plug adapters onto the side so you can <laughs> plug them in plug them when we get home right <laughs> um i i just i you know i mean obviously the battery thing is great and and the cars are i mean it's great except it's it's just, it really is like you sort of said it's just another sort of it's a more of another sort of um status symbol than it is actually benefiting society currently it's i don't think it's benefiting society very much They're I, too I, expensive yeah. nobody can really we can't really afford them most people can't afford them even if they could i, I don't know how well they do in the winter where we live um i mean one day it'll all work that what happened to that weird truck he got that looked like it was from the cyber truck yeah it was like from tron or something like i that. don't know what's going on with the cyber truck i've never seen one in the wild you know um no, even, I think especially up here in montana where everybody seems to have a pickup truck yeah it's like an obsession which uh, i've got a, a thing that i'm gonna roll into about trucks in montana mm. or cars but um it's not a big thing it's just reminded me um uh, uh, what? Yeah, where were we about that? We were talking about. We were just talking about sort of how the whole Elon thing is really just a cult of personality. I think. 
Oh yeah, there's, there's no doubt about not it. Not a lot of substance behind it. I mean, yes, he's doing stuff. I don't want to sound like he's not. But. I had, and I, I may have mentioned this before, because it drives me insane uh, the way people uh, kind of change and follow trends and become, you know, I I voted for Obama, and then I voted for Trump, and now I will never be a Democrat, and all liberals are Nazis. And it's like, well, okay, I'm not sure who, what's going on there, but that's not, like, logical. I had uh, years ago... Back when Tesla was, I wouldn't say new, but it was kind of like new. Like the average person was kind of like, oh, what's this Tesla thing? And I think he was having financial trouble and the government loaned him money mm-hmm. to stay afloat. And uh, I believe he did end up paying it back. Uh, but the, of course, there was also tons of electric you know, car subsidies, which I am, you know, kind of on the surface for. I mean, I, I don't really like subsidies in general, but I do think maybe uh, government has to subsidize things if we want to, you know, change people's um, behaviors. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, you want people to stop burning, you know, wood to heat their homes. Okay, well, how about if we subsidize uh, solar panels mm-hmm. or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of for that. And uh, the my, my big thing about it that I liked uh, was that I felt like Tesla and um, Elon Musk were going to uh, force uh, the hand of the other automakers. Yeah, right. because they didn't really want to change. I mean, why would they? They were making gobs and gobs of money selling big gas guzzling pickup trucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chrysler. Um, at the time, maybe they were owned by Daimler. I don't remember, but Chrysler, Ford, and GM. I mean, they're big. They're big money makers. Are huge pickup trucks. Oh yeah, that's where they, make they don't they don't they didn't want to do anything else. Like they just made tons of money. So they were kind of, you know, what as people say sclerotic or whatever it is, you know, they didn't want to change. Mm-hmm. And there's no incentive for them to change because as a CEO, your, you know, um, bonuses were predicated on stock price. Yeah. And if the stock goes down while you're tooling up for the future, you don't get your bonuses. So why would you ever take a hit in the short term to set yourself up for the long term? So I was glad that he was coming in and doing this. And I thought he was going to show that electric cars are the future and that it would eventually force. And of course, I think this was probably like 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. maybe. I don't even know how long ago it was. If I feel like it's finally kind of happening, yeah, a little maybe. Yeah, Ford just announced something like like splitting the company in two, and they're going to have the electric side and the gas side. But um, what I found funny about that is that when I initially had these feelings about it, and and I liked what he was doing, he was open sourcing all of their patents and all these kinds of things. It was it was sounded pretty cool. Um, my father in law hated him so much (laughs) and hated Tesla. And he was mad because at the time conservatives didn't like that he had gotten uh, money from the federal government and they didn't like the electric car subsidies because that is, it was all socialism. Yeah. I'm assuming it was during the Obama years, Mm -hmm. right? Because uh, otherwise they wouldn't have been mad. Like if George Bush had done it, they'd have been like, well, I mean, he's a smart man. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. And he, but, and he made the decision. Too. Right. Like George made the decision. Yes, exactly. Yeah, George is, it fell into George's desk. And now when, when I talk to him, uh, we flip-flopped kind of. <laughs> and that I hate Elon Musk. Yeah. I don't hate, I don't hate that he is pushing the envelope with battery technology and electric cars. And he's still, still out there kind of as like the carrot mm-hmm. for the other car companies to try and get. Yeah. So I like that. Um, so I still believe in that part of it, but I hate Elon Musk. I think he's a total tool oh, yeah. and a complete troll. And I don't, I'm not part of this, uh, you know, societal trend of just loving anybody who tells somebody else they're an asshole. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. That doesn't appeal to me. But now all of a sudden my father-in-law thinks Tesla's amazing and Elon Musk is a genius. And I'm like, do you not remember the conversations we had? Like, no, he doesn't. It's funny because as soon as he becomes gross... A whole swath of people like like start to get into him. Like he was already he was he was on his way there. He started this process a while ago. But like the more he becomes awful, 
uh, the more it's just so bizarre that there's this whole group of people that are attracted to that type of personality. And that's what that's what got Donald Trump elected. That's what got, you know, mm-hmm. that's what gets these people. Yep. It, it, it inspires these people to, to, to move forward and do what they're doing and keep doing what they're doing and other people to come behind them. Absolutely. I mean, he, you know, tweeted misogynistic things at Elizabeth Warren because she said he should pay more in taxes. Um he uh, tweeted a photo of Bill Gates uh, saying, in case you need to lose a boner fast, um, called the guy, you know, one of the divers that s- oh, saved yeah. the Thai kids, pedo guy. Um, it just goes on and on. Oh, uh, likening um, Justin Trudeau to Hitler. Uh, you know, like. So, and, he's, and he's become this big sort of tone deaf loudmouth. And, you know, we're. we're Yes, I know he did the Skylink thing in Ukraine and sort of helped a little bit, but he's out there sort of saying like he's 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 sort of a, becoming a comical character. He's he's, you know, doing this Twitter stuff and all this nonsense. And while there's a war on and people are truly uh, dying and like and challenging Putin to a fight as though that's a thing. And um, and by the way, Putin would, and I, I have zero love for Putin, but Putin would beat him to death. Like with his fist, his fists, because there's no way I've seen probably with a bottle of vodka. Bottle of vodka, right? And and so I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking like, you know, this doesn't, this kind of thing doesn't end well. Like this kind of bravado, this kind of like cocky bravado, and we're seeing it sort of. We're seeing sort of telltale signs of it right now with this whole Twitter deal, which is now tanked. Tesla stock and he's using Tesla stock to back the Twitter deal and, you know, et cetera. So he may, if Tesla drops enough in, in, in value, he won't have the money to potentially to put down his 21 billion. And certainly, um, the board members of Tesla and, and the shareholders are not going to be happy. They already, he's being sued by the shareholders. I would imagine because because of, uh, the time that he announced he was going to take Tesla private right. and that he already had the money and he didn't have the money. Yeah. And now he's the, the Saudi wealth fund or whatever it is said, maybe they would talk about it. And he used that as I have the money and just announced it on Twitter, got in trouble with the sec. You know, he also had uh, remember he, uh, did you hear about the, the whistleblower back? I don't even know what it was, but he basically tried to ruin this person personally. I bet. And made a had somebody another employee make a fake um, threat to Tesla and say it was her, oh, wow. so that he could you know I, I, the the fact that he is not you know facing criminal charges for anything at this point is shocking. You see, well, we see we've got that with Trump. I mean, but here, but but it's shocking. But the thing. The thing that that comes to mind is the fact that, like I sort of saying, is it's, it's this doesn't end well. Like this doesn't end well. It might this Twitter thing might go through. He might pull it off. He might have a few more years. But as he begins to get more and more bravado, more and more full of his out, like shot into his own spatial stratosphere, and thinking he is all the things that he's being told he is, and that he's. Um, he he will cross lines and he has crossing lines. He's taking those kind of steps and eventually you step in it like you do something. And you wonder when, uh, you know, as a society, we'll kind of tire of this stuff because, I mean, it is it's it's Trump. It's Lauren Boebert. It's Marjorie Taylor. Green. I mean, it's like the worse you can be, the more popular you are with right. a certain yeah. political, yeah. you know, leaning in the yeah. sky. The things that we, I see on cars now, as we we yep. talked about one yeah. of them just recently, is all a part of this. And um, like you know, sticker bumper stickers and yeah, all that sort of thing that say mm, pretty awful things mm-hmm. that I would never put on my car and would never want to have to explain to somebody why I did that. Yeah, like my ten year old. Yeah. or my. You know, when I have a sexist, you know, vulgar sexist bumper sticker and I'm dropping my 10 year old daughter off at a school function. Yeah. Uh, what do you say when, you know, in a couple of years when she brings a boyfriend home and he's like, whoa, whoa hey, man. Yeah, yeah we've yeah, got right. the same ideas. And you'd be yeah. like, uh, what? Yeah. That's the thing is, again, it's not about it doesn't affect them. It's right. only outward facing. Nothing that they say 
has anything to do with like their closest like they, like they would defend themselves as though as though this isn't oh this isn't this isn't me like that's just all of you have to follow this rule and all of you have to do this stuff and for sure you know oh well i do believe in family and i do believe in you know wholesome family unit and pause you know being like you know and and what you end up with is these people who just but they don't but they don't act it but then they they, they'll tell you that that's exactly who they are well we're all family first and all this stuff like that but it's like well but right your family right but you find out that the neighbor's kid's gay and they have, and, and as far as you're concerned, that kid needs to disappear from the planet or whatever the heck it or is. Or even like, if your neighbors are liberal. Or if your neighbors are liberal. Right. Like, yeah, you're not neighborly. Right. And you, oh, you'll tout the Bible, but you won't. But the love thy neighbor thing is is extremely, you know, it's like pick, pick and choose. It's all the uh, let's go Brandon stuff is, you know, like we, we've talked about that before, too. It's like yeah. the secret code yeah. that nobody can figure out. Right. But we all know what it means. And... You know, I, at this point, I don't know why they don't just put the real thing on there. And actually, Shelby saw one that said, you know, F Biden, yeah, yeah. but with Good with the word. Chase. Yeah. And, and it's uh, it's shocking. There was a guy who uh, I can't remember what state it was, maybe Texas. Who knows? But he put all those signs along the bus route where all uh-huh. the elementary school kids have to go by every day. And he didn't he didn't care that people said, you know, there's like a bunch of five and six year olds that look out the window and just see all these profanities and signs. Oh, it's my right. Well, it's like, it is your right. It's your, you are allowed to be an a-hole in this country, but generally speaking, most of us try not to be right. Yeah. But some, but because people are being rewarded for it with attention, they're not going to stop at this point. The problem is that these types of people, they step over these lines and then you, you, they, they force the hand of government to create some sort of rule or Twitter that you can't do this. And then they point and go, see, I, but I should be allowed to do this. And then other people get all revved up that no, I don't like what he did, but I should be able to do what I want to do because it's like, it's like your dog, you know, you know, you, you know, you, you like, don't, don't walk on the grass. Right. Well, it's a beautiful grassy area with a little fence on it. You walked through it. Enough people walked through it and, and that they had to put up a sign. Then they eventually had to put up a higher fence. And now you're mad because you have to walk around. Well, but like, this isn't yours. Like, it's not yours to do. It's not yours to trot upon, but you feel so, so entitled that you're willing to like say, well, I can do whatever I want, and these six-year-olds have to read these signs. Well, but and 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 they can be damned because I don't really care about anybody but myself, right? And or maybe my family. At least I'll tell people that. Um, and then as soon as someone says, well, hey, listen, we got to put. Apparently, you're going to do this, so we're going to have to make a rule. Then everybody gets up in arms about that. But it's just it's this it's this very cyclical logic that's like, well. Because there's plenty of crazy people who will happily, like I said, they don't. He probably doesn't really care about anything. He just puts the signs up because he wants to be able to do it. It's this weird, con- like humanity thing. So many human beings spend so much of their time trying to feel like they exist, because for so many different reasons, we yell and hoot at a party. We say dumb things to each other loudly when it at inappropriate times at a football game or whatever, just to be heard. Um, and in, ex- in, the, in the extreme, we're so desperate to be, to prove we're alive. People will just like do that kind of thing. And, and the, I'm here. I exist. I'm important. You're not though. And, and the more you do it, the more you feel that you need to keep getting that level of attention. Yeah. Sure. So you can never take it back down. Right. You have to keep ramping it up. Once you, once your existence uh, depends. You're on on this attention. Well, and it and it's it comes down to basic child rearing. I mean, you know, these people. It's like the kid who knocks the you know who knocks the the cereal bowl off its little tray and it falls and shatters on the floor and they get negative attention, but they got attention. Mom and dad weren't paying attention to them and had their backs turned and were doing something in the kitchen. They're paying well, attention now. now. They're paying attention to me. It's not the kind of attention that 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 makes you feel good but it is attention and we know that psychologically that's that's really a constant in human nature um and that's why you do you do you you know positive reinforcement and all of these things well these are people who 
just want the attention. They don't care how they get it. And the easiest way to do it is to say something offensive. Yes. And, it, and it's funny because when, uh, so there's, you know, been all sorts of other people, attention, attention, um, you know, seekers in the news. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is having yeah. a trial where they're trying to prevent, somebody's trying to prevent her from being able to run for office again. Yeah. And uh, did you see any of the clips? No, but I she just turns my stomach. She's sitting, she's sitting there, and they they ask her some questions, and she's just you know basically lies. I never said that. They show a video of her saying it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't recall that. And then uh, they said, "You um, believe that Nancy Pelosi is a traitor, and um, you know committed treason, and mm. I." I'm not going to answer that. That's ridiculous. Well, but you said that, right? I never said that. And they're like, okay, let's see, uh, you know. And she goes, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> she knows it's coming. Right. You know, she's it's it like, out. here you are. You're they're like running up and down the street, screaming all these things. And then you get in trouble for it. And you're like, I didn't do those things. I didn't, do, I didn't really mean it. Right. Can't it you was take a joke. Can, can I just tell you it was all for attention? Right. Yeah. I need attention. People paid attention when I did it, so I kept doing so it. No, she can't it. say that. Right. And and the fact that people who support her can't see that, can't see that is mind blowing. They're like, she's just defending my rights. I'm like, she. I mean, and then Kevin McCarthy. There's the recordings of yeah. all the things he oh, yeah. said. Yeah. And of course he's. He's just the same now. He's saying the same exact kinds of things. I never said those things uh, because I'm getting attention for the awful things I'm saying now. I don't want people to know that those things were lies and that I actually thought that Donald Trump was a complete loser and we needed to drop him like a hot potato. Um, I I don't know. It's all about attention and staying in the public view and I don't care what it takes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's that whole, I don't, I don't, I have, I have zero actual, I have zero actual sort of like scruples when it comes to any of what I'm saying. It, I mean, there are moments I was so afraid he screwed it up so badly and things were so wrong. I will stand up for, and I'll say something right. off the record, I think, and hopefully nobody's yes. recording this. And then when they find out that you are recording and then, and then they, a week later it softens and they realize, well, geez, that's not going to keep me in the, I was scared and. Right. And things were looking really like what it basically is, is it, I'm going to we you just flew almost too close to the sun and you didn't learn your lesson. Like you don't think that what Donald Trump did could happen again and could happen on a larger scale. Like oh, and in and, and his his discussion with I'm um, trying to think, uh, was it Steve Scalise? Maybe I can't remember who else was in the some of the discussions. They were talking about how bad it could have gotten. Yeah. I mean, they they know. Yeah. Yeah. And but they but they're right back on the uh, yep. on the path again, headed out, headed on. You know, like, why would you climb on the same runaway train again? Because. The train didn't stop when I thought it would. The train didn't stop. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, well, because you people didn't stop him. Because I bet a lot of those people, like in their heart, and I'm not saying they have a heart of hearts exactly, but like I bet a lot of those people are putting it on us to stop it. Well, you didn't stop it. I mean, I'll lie and I'll do whatever, but you guys didn't stop it. So I'm just going to keep doing it because that's what I do. Right. I, I stir the pot and I get attention by being an awful person and telling lies and trying to change the, you know, it's almost like, again, back to the childishness of all of this. It's almost like they're kind of these, these like, um, stunted growth, emotionally stunted people who are like, well, you're not stopping me. So I guess I'll keep doing it. Well, and if you get a reward for it. And I do sometimes get rewarded for it. I mean, like if if the kid thro- keeps throwing the ball on the floor and mom is like, dude, stop. You do it one more time. I'm taking away whatever. And dad comes by and goes, here's some extra. You yeah, know, a it's like, well, cups. okay, mom says she's going to take stuff away. But dad gives me more things. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll just try it again and see if mom takes it away or dad gives me more. Oh, dad gave me more. Let's do it. You know, like, so... 
yeah, half the country, more than half the country, you know, hates you for it. But the other half gets me elected. So I don't guess I don't really care. You know, the other thing is like, it's so much about power because they don't make that much money. I mean, can if you go lobby, you know, I, yeah, I think that's really what it is, is it's about, well, one insider trading. I mean, how yeah. many of them become millionaires oh, yeah. while they're in office? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's actually, a, you're allowed to insider trade. Yeah, yeah, trade on information that right. you had before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're the only ones exempt from it. But you got someone like McConnell, and I mean, he's not broke at all, of course, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's one thing to be a complete rat bastard because you're going <laughs> to get paid. Like, and that's bad enough. There's this whole um, Mead, Nebraska thing I read in the news today about this this town, this Nebraska town who had this you know, pesticide company for, oh. like, for 30, 40 years. And you have to imagine, I mean, now they're like just disgusted. They, I mean, they're, they're, oh, groundwater is destroyed. Right. It's, it's going to be a $100 million project to try and super fund it and get it sorted out or whatever. And, and and they knew, the people knew. I mean, the company knew they were making money. So yeah. what did they care? The people were probably behind it because, and, and probably a lot like people today kind of going like, It'll sort itself out. Let's trust the company. You know, right. as though like we're trusting Marjorie Taylor Greene. Let's trust trust the company. Let's yes. trust the people who are telling me to trust them. And I'll vote for them and because it's working for me because I'm getting paid, you know, $16 an hour or whatever the hell. It's the only game in town. They're destroying your world and they don't care because the Elon Musks of the world, don't climate care. change, he's just going to move to Antarctica. And have, you know, his, you know, 70 degree everywhere kind of lifestyle. It, it, and you won't be able to afford to because you're going to be living in your scorched earth. I mean, it really seems it's really shocking how many of these people that have kids and will have grandkids and whatever think that their money will allow them to ultimately escape from climate change. It's going to impact everywhere, yeah. you know, and like, yeah, you could live in Antarctica where it's dark for six months of the year you know and never the sun never sets for six sure, months a year yeah. whatever but it is shocking and it it reminds me of um of some other articles i i read or in actually there was a video i watched which was um about these anti-vaxxers and libertarians who have all been moving to mexico mm -hmm. because mexico says we don't really care if you're vaccinated and so there, this is, this is, this is, you're going to like this market. It's a vice video. You oh, should yeah. check it out. Yeah. And, um, they are all buying property in this same commune. Mm -hmm. So they're now like, they're buying into this and there's really no rules. You do whatever you want. How is, and, and of course all of these people have different reasons for wanting to be there. Yeah. They're not like on the same page uh -huh, uh -huh. other than I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But when your neighbor, <laughs> you know, is like, yeah, I like to cook up meth. Right. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it keeps causing fires and the fumes keep making me and my family sick. You need to stop. Well, what are you going to do about That's it? That's why I moved here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, right. I, mean, I was, like, I'm a pedophile and I'm going to go after all the children in the neighborhood. Right. Because that's why I moved here. That's right. I, I moved here. I could, you know, that's why I want to know laws. Right. You know? That's what? cool. Right. And, and it, and it reminds me of an episode we did, which I don't think was my best episode of help is not on the way about cults. Oh yeah. And how many of these things start off a little more innocuous, a little, it's just good people right. with good intentions sure. and we've just removed ourselves from society. So we aren't burdened by those rules and the things that might, you know, kind of keep us in check. Yeah. And people end up dead. Well, it doesn't work in either case. It doesn't work whether it's sort of John Galt and, and, and uh, Atlas shrugged just disappearing into some like hidden lair somewhere with all the billionaires and all the smart people who, aren't smart smart but know how are smart at business right and it doesn't work and we, we know it doesn't work with hippies either it doesn't right. work with hippie communes you no. know that doesn't work either half those hippie commune people are now trumpers Th those people <laughs> i mean and i don't and i'm at least that one generally at least is attempting to be like let's live off the land and not hurt the world in any way none of us but then they start to devolve into like 
Well, I mean, it's it's always Animal Farm. Yeah. I mean, they really it really does it really does eventually turn into Animal Farm. I'm sure no matter. I mean, I I'd love to see Orwell write the uh, the antithesis of Animal Farm instead of being like this commune that's all equal, being these people who are all equal in their self-absorbed toxic individuality i'd love to read that version of animal farm but it's ultimately going to end up in the same problem right Right. somebody's going to try to rise to the top somebody's going to begin oppressing somebody else Mm -hmm. you know somebody's going to start saying i don't think you should be burning plastic in your yard because it's affecting my lungs i don't care i don't care about your lungs and you know mark keeps pouring all the oil from his oil changes over the fence into my yard right totally and what was funny is I watched, you know, the uh, one of the guys who was kind of a founder of one of these. That's, you know, he's making money off of this. This is why he's doing it. He bought property in Mexico. He's turned it into this thing. And now he's getting dumb Americans and Europeans to move down and pay lots more money mm-hmm. for the property. And he's kind of giving them these this guidance. And it's just really, it's, I don't know. It's It's funny that they're down there and they're listening to this. And you're like... I mean, this is the same kind of stuff that we would say in high school yeah. when we're talking about designing our new civilization yeah. for social studies class or whatever. Sure. Maybe it was middle school. I don't even know. I think it was middle school. What we would do then in this instance is we would make a committee and then we would elect somebody to be the president of that uh, committee. And I'm like, so you are leaving libertarianism behind and becoming a society. <laughs> right. You really just set up a form of government. Right. It's exactly. Really you know, you're going to vote. You're going to vote. And then we'll all pool our money together. There you go. To do trash collection and uh, do some, you know, security well, tax. Right. right. Maybe create a tax. Yeah. For things. Yeah. Not a tax. But no, it's tax. it's a collection. Right. But we're deciding to do it. Right. And we're deciding to do it because, well, we want the trash to be picked up. Right. But wait, didn't you want the trash to be picked up back in Dayton where you lived? <laughs> and didn't you? you well, that was a racket. That was a racket taxes? run by a bunch of corrupt politicians. Do <laughs> right, and none none of these people are going to become corrupt politicians, no, right? They're all. You can trust all these people. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, of course, because I think if we've learned anything from Tiger Woods, we can trust people are exactly who we think they are all the time, and that never changes. Yeah. Not all people, but 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 a good, the really good people, the right. ones that are really in the public eye, the people who really are are who they are. We know that they're never going to be called out for sexual assault. No, no one's going to come out of the woodwork and say that they built them out of money somewhere or you know did something awful right. to them. Never right. going to happen. No, and 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 if in the very rare instance where that happens, Mark, mm-hmm. we will all just get together and agree that it didn't happen, yeah. so that we can feel good that the foundation, the very foundation of our belief system, is still stable and strong. I'll agree that it didn't happen as long as he votes the way I vote, and as long as that person. I'll I'll even my agendas. I'm even a little more simple than that, Mark. As long as he tells the other commune over there that they're losers and <laughs> makes them yeah. makes them cry, trolls them a little bit, yeah, maybe, yeah. then I'll then I'll vote for him. And maybe Ted says it. And maybe admits that he's got a sex addiction, right? Um, and needs to needs help. Yes. Yeah. I mean, whole- he can take he can take all my money. He can steal my money. He can not do the things he promised. Uh, blatantly and, lie. Right, and blatantly lie as long as he makes me feel good in some way. Right, right, yeah. Maybe yeah. he validates the fact that I hate Joe at the next commune yeah, yeah. because he's a total D-bag. <laughs> yeah, because his skin is different. Or he, right. likes, he, he likes other guy. He's dating yes. another guy named Joe. Right. <laughs> or because he just he just actually believes right. that the, that that... that uh, in recycling. Yeah. Oh, oh. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, so Elon Musk is going to ruin the world. I think, you know, I, I, I do, I hope he ruins his legacy. Um, I hope it doesn't happen right away. I hope maybe, I mean, Hey, what I really hope is that he pulls it off. He does something good, but I, I don't, I'm not that optimistic and it's sad that I'm not. It's kind of interesting, you know, because, uh, you look back at Ford, Henry Ford, Mm-hmm. That dude was kind of, 
he was kind of a whack job too. Yeah. So was Kennedy, Joe yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. Ford built that. Uh, didn't he build a whole? Um, tried to build a whole city down in Brazil there's, or something a, like that. I saw something on that recently. I haven't read about it or looked at it, but yes, I saw. I mean, he was kind, that. he was pretty crazy, yeah. but and also wasn't Disney? Wasn't Walt yeah, Disney? He was, yeah. a, he was an anti-Semite. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Disney, I mean, yeah, that that whole that's that's a fun one. I love this thing yeah. that's happening for Disney. Oh, not for Disney, but I love what's happening to the. They like talk about kind of screwing yourself locally, right you know on the local level and yeah of course and, and it says uh it said i i saw something about that whole that whole original deal which is that you cannot basically dissolve this um entity until all debts are resolved yeah so if they do that somebody has to pay that debt mm-hmm. and it's like a billion? Oh yeah, something? It's, like, it's it's something like they. I think that they said that just to keep, I think just to pay the annual running costs, much less the debt that's already there, because um, it's a huge debt. They have right. this huge amount of debt out. To pay the annual running costs is something like fifty billion a year, <laughs> fifty billion, and and they would have to raise everyone in the county's property taxes by twenty percent, and it still wouldn't cover it. Um, it's it's astonishing. It's yeah. fantastic that they've done this. DeSantis, people who follow this guy, he's a, he's another oh he dictator. he is yeah oh absolutely he has seen how this works he knows the playbook yeah. and he is he is trying to one up the whoever is at oh yeah the craziest now yeah I don't I don't know when it ends I mean the the crazy just keeps going until you have some kind of crazy thing happen where yeah. people start killing other yeah. people over this I it, what it, it, i don't know i think it's one of those things that requires a massive paradigm shift and societal paradigm shift and it and it but it has to play out for it to happen and it's and who knows when that is who knows when that's going to play out it's funny because you compare us to you know other societies and this extreme uh narcissism hyper individualism maybe it's the same thing um is is like not a thing. Yeah, sure. Which oh, can we can we talk about one more thing before yeah, we end? Sure. Because we're we're talking about crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Tucker Carlson's uh masculinity oh, that craze. Like he is thing. so obsessed with that United States is not masculine enough. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that like the theme of like the guy in Magnolia, Tom Cruise's character oh, about yeah. his whole masculine sort of it, it's like we should rewatch that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I don't understand. I don't know why. What? What? Who cares? Like, what? I just don't understand where people are coming from with this stuff. Like, what did you watch? Too many Superman. I mean, too many Superman. And is that why when you He-Man? watch watch a like um uh what are those um the Proud Boys and you know the, the all the crazy people that show up at the capitals? Sure. Yeah. Without, they all always have. The Oath Keepers. Yeah, tons of weapons, tons of military stuff, and huge beards. They yeah. love giant beards. Yeah. It's like giant beards show how masculine you are. Well, and it's also apparently really masculine to generally be pretty unhealthy and yes. to look awful, you know, and, and to be willing to, like, flaunt how awful you look. Right. Um. What What strikes me with the Tuckle Car... And, and I... It, it's, like, it's like they're missing this weird... For, fraternity boys club thing that they're just so desperate for. Right. Um, I don't understand it because I'm not, I've never been like, it's like, it's like they want the world to be one big locker room where you can like snap <laughs> towels and, on each other's asses all day long. And and who would be the one shoved in the locker? And Carson, yeah, I know with his soft skin, <laughs> yeah. his bow ties. Remember his when he used ties. to wear, he wore bow ties until John Stewart, like publicly shamed him. And did he, <laughs> yes. oh, you yeah. gotta, you gotta find that. It's oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he just makes so much fun of him. He, he, he's, he's about as soft as they get. I mean, he's not like, I, I Donald Trump, they, they always are the, like the artwork that, that the right always makes of him is like him, like Rambo, holding like the machine gun he took off the side of the helicopter with, right. you know, like 2000 rounds of, you know, giant bullets. And it's like, instead are you kidding of, me? Instead of looking like a, like, like a, a body that 
just that's been submerged a dead body's been submerged in water for the last like <laughs> it's, six it's weeks it's like mr potato head totally. with legs you know yeah it's like it with and, and instead of like it, with 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 a you know a bag of kfc yeah you know, a, a, a triple an extra large bucket of kfc while riding a golf cart with a golf, a golf i mean golf that's a masculine sport no, right no, i mean it doesn't no. get much more masculine no, than no. that no, I, no, no. I just can't understand it and if there is a problem with your testosterone levels, you go see a doctor about it, not Tucker Carlson. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just don't, I don't understand. Like you, maybe these people should go do annual checkups with their doctor. Their doctor will do blood tests and we'll say, Hey man, you're low in these things. We should do something about that. You know, what's missing in your life people is a, is a, is a pasty soft looking guy with a bow tie talking at you. Yeah. And, and so you can start thinking the way he does, which really just benefits him, right. not really so much you. It's it's really funny because, um, you know, one of their, like, manly men that he, uh, Tucker Carlson, talks to about this whole thing, you know, because remember there was the ball tanning thing mm-hmm. in his <laughs> documentary. And lots of, lots of like, kind of homoerotic oh, stuff, totally. you know, yeah. men, men like with shirts off smashing things with sledgehammers and flipping tires for no reason whatsoever. Um, And uh, he was talking to Kid Rock about this. Oh, God, that guy. And I'm like, this is, I mean, it's like, it literally is like a clown show. It is just, no, I shouldn't even say that. Because you know what? I mean, I'm insulting a whole, you know. Yeah, right, yeah. Segment of society that's, Clowns, clowns, whatever. Are fine. Clowns, clowns can are be fine, right? Genuinely nice people, I'm sure. I don't know what to call it, but it's it's just. Well, it makes me think of like it does. There is a homoeroticism to it that that is extremely ironic because those people are you know desperately. Most of them are probably desperately anti, you mm-hmm. know, anti-gay, and but it makes me think of like you know. Remember, remember then Judas Priest, okay? You watch Judas Priest from whatever. And I don't even really know why they're a big band because or were because they, they're not very good. But <laughs> but you watch Judas Priest in the 80s, right? Right. And the 80s was a very toxic, anti-gay time. Oh, it was yeah. a very like, you know, obviously, you know, the gay community was coming out and starting sure. to be recognized in certain communities, but also was being very, people were very, you know, toxic. There was a lot of toxic masculinity in the 80s. And so they were also at the same time being vilified and then AIDS and all that stuff. Um, but you you watch, go watch any old Judas Priest concert and see Rob Halford pull out in front of some arena on, in all leather on his on a Harley and get up and start singing. And Rob Halford's like as gay as gay gets. Like <laughs> he's extre- he's very much an openly gay man and very much in public about it and et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and you look at it and you're like, People in the crowd screaming. Probably half of them were homophobes, and 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 you're like, you didn't see it. Like you know, you're not seeing what we're seeing here. Like this is, I mean, the writing's on the wall, people. Like it's not a surprise that he's that he comes out one day as gay. I mean, it's how. And you look at like Tucker Carlson in that video you sent me, which is just like, this is so homoerotic. What what what's hiding behind all of this, and how is he roping these people, duping all these people? I'm not saying he's gay, but into in even himself into this whole like what you're really interested in is is homoerotic imagery, whether you're gay or not. You really just want to hang out in a locker room with a bunch of dudes, like that's what you're really looking for, and that doesn't mean you're gay, but it does mean that you're looking for you're missing something about yourself. And it, and it's funny because I like like we mentioned, none of these people are manly men you know not and not in the not in the like i don't i'm i want to clarify that and that any man is manly right because i by definition if you're a man you're manly i guess right but whatever by their definition of manly manly or masculine they don't meet their very own definition but i feel like they think if we all get together it's just kind of like the whole we can just all agree that Donald Trump didn't say the things he said. Sure. And even if there's a video of it, we'll just all agree it didn't happen. And if we all want to believe that critical race theory is being taught in kindergarten by communist teachers, <laughs> even though the teacher uh, was a Trump supporter and nobody is teaching critical race theory to, you know, like five-year-olds. Yeah. It's just not happening because uh-huh. it's like, you know, high level stuff. Um, they just 
get in this little echo chamber and say what they want to believe and almost believe it will come true. It's like, we're all manly men. Right. And the liberals are all a bunch of wusses. And, yeah, and, and, what, and, and so you're basically saying you're changing the definition of what being a man and being manly is to suit who you are rather than, you know, and so you can, it's like, it's like basically like say, it's like changing the size of your, of small, the change, taking the S off of the small underwear and making it XXS. And then the ones that you fit in, the XLs or whatever, because you're a big guy, he's really not taking care of himself. You take it, you, you scratch off the XL and put an S on you're like, Hey man, I'm fit. I'm wearing a size small underwear, man. This is great, right? I'm just going to change the definition of sizing to fit what I want to be true rather than the actuality. And and it's also like getting that mirror, the slimming mirror. Yeah. So you can look at yourself and see the you you want to see. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, when they have the, the the imagery in that Tucker Carlson documentary, v, besides being like homoerotic, was generally fit guys. Yeah. The guys that made the documentary and the guys that are going to watch it are not those guys. And maybe secretly, yeah, Yeah. they either see themselves that way or Tucker Carlson has a bunch of sponsors that are selling um, testosterone pills and things like that, that will make you more, you know, strong, intelligent, sexy to the women or, or men, if that's your thing, sure. you know. And, um, uh, you know, pot- potentially there's a money angle here is what I'm of saying. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's right. power and money. Yeah. The two, uh, the two most, the, the two most, the biggest aphrodisiacs in, on the planet, you know, for humanity. It's absolutely. You can have whatever you want with power and money. You can. Except um, you could have a successful podcast. Yeah. All my power and money is not helping in that respect, Mark. I'm sorry. Jeez. Well, I don't think you're using your power and money right, but uh, uh, we'll have to to save that for another. (laughs) Shockingly, when I was on there, I saw people were still downloading our podcast, even though we haven't put one out since probably December. Woo! They can't wait. It's that they're downloading it again. That's right. Like I gotta get back to season two. Season two. (laughs) When they gonna? I gotta get them. Get them excited about getting to season two. Right. Well, we should probably wrap it up because yeah. there's got to be something else for us to do tonight. I'm going to go get some power and some money. I and we may we may have completely screwed this up and um, just spent an hour and eight minutes recording. Having a good time. Yeah. Without, without, without a care in the sh- world. Without anything to show for it. That's right. <laughs> like most days. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Are We Recording with Mark Dustin and... Kevin Ballman. <laughs>